Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Yesterday on the program, we had quite a conversation around the idea of a sugar tax, or more specifically, a soda pop tax. We heard from Diabetes Canada, the number of organizations that had commissioned a new study saying we need a sugar tax. We need a soda tax. We need to curb consumption, and if we do so, we can prevent obesity, we can prevent all of these cases of diabetes uh, that will have a tremendous impact on the health of Canadians. Now, I'm skeptical. I I can see how a a soda tax might curb consumption of soda, but the leap from there to all of these, these benefits, there's a lot of assumptions involved. I suppose it's similar in a way to the carbon tax debate, sure. Putting a price on carbon might curb consumption, but is it going to help address global warming? So there may be some parallels in this debate. Uh, certainly sugar, I mean, it's, it's in a lot of stuff that we eat and drink, obviously, but too much sugar is, I think we all know, not good for us. And we should be careful about how much sugar we're taking in on a daily basis. Uh, but is it such a problem that we need to, to resort to an approach like this? I wouldn't get the other side of this uh, debate. Joining us on the line this afternoon is Jim Getz, who is president of the Canadian Bread Be- uh, Beverage Association, uh, and they're responding to this. Jim, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Glad to be here. All right. So the Canadian Beverage Association uh, represents who exactly? Uh, we uh, represent the manufacturers and distributors of uh, non-alcoholic, non-dairy beverages in Canada. So uh, basically about 85% of the products you would see on shelf uh, in your average uh, average uh, beverage aisle in a grocery store. Okay, so what's your reaction then? I mean, that's not the first time this, this issue has come up, but uh, you got a lot of groups banding together to call now for attacks specifically on, well, basically the, the people that your organization represents. So what's your response? Yeah, I think we just need to look at a couple of the countries uh, that have implemented taxes of this sort and just look at what the results have been there, and they have not been stellar. Uh, Mexico put a uh, beverage tax in place about a little bit over two years ago, I believe, um, and actually that tax applies to a wider variety of products. It's not just beverages, it's snacks, uh, chips, uh, cakes, etc. cetera. Uh, and their 2016 obesity uh, uh, stats came out just a couple of months ago, uh, and it continues to show that obesity is increasing in Mexico. Uh, Denmark, a few years ago, put in place a fat tax and a sugar tax um, that applied to a wide range of products, again, not just beverages, uh, but oil, uh, products that had oil in them and fat. Um, and they got rid of that tax after two years for uh, three reasons that they cited. Uh, one, there was a loss of jobs in the food and beverage sector. Uh, Two, it was encouraging cross-border shopping. Uh, And third, but most importantly, was that they found absolutely no positive health outcomes. So they scrapped that tax. Uh, So I think we need to to look at outcomes. We also need to look at what's going on here in the the Canadian market, where calories from beverages have been declining uh, since 2004 by about 20%. So we're already trending in the right direction without a punitive tax. Okay, well, explain that further. When you say calories from these beverages are are declining, what does that mean? 
Well, we know through sales data, uh, which is publicly available uh, and has been confirmed by the Conference Board of Canada recently, that since 2004, uh, the calories that Canadians get from beverages, non-alcoholic beverages, uh, has declined by 20%. And when we talk about calories in beverages, you're generally talking about sugar. So when you say a 20% reduction in calories, that's, that's a reduction in sugar. So, and that's publicly available data. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we are going in the right direction anyway. Um, so why, why tax something that is already going in the right direction? The beverage industry has also uh, doubled down on our commitment. Uh, and last year, we uh, made a very public announcement that we are going to work towards driving even 20% more calories out of our segment, out of our, uh, out of our products uh, in the next 10 years. Well, if the goal is to reduce consumption, uh, reduce consumption of anything, I mean, it seems as though the most obvious approach is to use price uh, as, as a pressure point. So if, if not that, how do we accomplish it? Well, the industry and consumers are, are, are making those changes. Uh, you may see in your grocery store lately that uh, mini cans of, of coal are, are hitting the shelves. Uh, it's also about innovation and bringing new products to market that are either low or no calorie. Uh, and and consumers are are changing their are changing their consumption patterns as well. Uh, treating a full calorie cola, for example, is more of a more of a treat that you can purchase uh, than something that you have you know that you have three or four of a day. And, and those patterns are changing again in Canada. We're leading the way. Um, we're very much different than the United States or Mexico when it comes to consumption here in Canada. Um, so we just question the need for, for a tax like that on, on one particular industry that only makes up, according to Statistics Canada, uh, about 7% of Canadians' caloric intake. Um, so just focusing on this one narrow band of products is really not going to move the needle on obesity. Right. Well, one of the allegations made yesterday, the, the person we spoke with from Diabetes Canada suggested that in, in just one can of soda pop, for example, uh, there's more sugar in that or as much sugar in that as, as someone should get in an entire day from all sources. Well, there, in full calorie colas, there is sugar. There's no debating that. But a couple of things. A, the industry is moving to smaller serving sizes. That's undeniable. Uh, and almost 50% of the products that are on shelf uh, in Canadian grocery stores are either low or no calorie, which means they have either low amounts of sugar or no sugar at all. And what we're very proud of is that we innovate and bring new products to the market uh, to give people choice uh, instead of dictating to them through a tax what they can and cannot drink. Right. Do you, do you think, though, a tax helps people make certain choices or encourages, rewards certain choices? Well, again, we have to look at examples. In Mexico, since the tax has actually been put in place, um, consumption of beverages has not gone down. Um, there was a slight dip, and then it came back up uh, because people see it, uh, people see it as, a, as a treat. Um, and it looks like that they, in the Mexico example, that the tax is not having an effect. Um, it's, not, it's not reducing consumption, and it's not reducing obesity. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, it does. I haven't seen anything to suggest it's reducing obesity, and I think that's that's a big question, obviously. But I have seen studies suggesting that the consumption has declined as a result. You're saying it it did and then came back? Yes, it has in Mexico. Uh, sales data again clearly shows that it, that it has bounced back. All right. Well, that's certainly interesting. So, 
What's your sense then of, of uh, where governments are at on this? We, we've heard different organizations call for this. I've not yet heard uh, really many politicians calling for this, although we did hear recently that it was something that the uh, Federal Finance Department was studying. What's your sense of where this is at? Well, we believe Canadians expect governments to make sound policy based on best research and scientific data available. Uh, and we know that we know that data does not exist. Uh, for uh, for the taxation of, of again this very narrow small uh, band of products um, when it comes to uh, particularly fighting fighting obesity um, and we're not the only ones saying this in 2014 uh, the McKinsey Global Institute put out a study uh, listing the 16 things that governments policymakers NGOs and industry can do um, to actually move the needle on health outcomes um, of those 16 items uh, taxation uh, place 12th on the list. So uh, as far as looking for sound, uh, results-driven outcomes, uh, taxation is, is just not one of them. All right. Well, Jim, we appreciate your input on this story. Thanks for making some time for us here today. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. Thanks again. Uh, Jim Gatz, president of the Canadian Beverage Association, representing beverage makers. So they've got their own balanced calories initiative. So they say their goal is to reduce beverage calories by further 20% by 2025. So I think they're smart enough to realize that, look, the writing's on the wall. If they're not seen as doing something, government's going to step in and, and take action on their behalf. So they're obviously trying to head off uh, a, a soda tax here, some kind of sugar tax. I don't know how much momentum the idea has. Like I say, I can't really think of the last time I heard any prominent politician call for this. But no, at the same time, I've really heard a lot of politicians outright reject this either. So there is pressure on governments. I think certainly governments like to, to seem as though they care about these things. They're trying to fix problems, as it were. And in this instance, look, we got legitimate issues we're dealing with. Right? We heard yesterday about the increase in diabetes cases, the fact that obesity in Canada uh, really hasn't leveled off. It's probably increased slightly again in, in recent years, among other things. So we do have issues. I think it oversimplifies all of these problems, so to say that a, a sugar tax is going to make a huge difference. And I think even a lot of people who support it recognize that it's meant to be part of a broader response. So, yeah, my concern here is that this is going to prove to be ineffective. And maybe there are different ways of, of trying to address this problem. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.